Who is this darkness, anyway? Everyone, this is the Grinding Gear Podcast. I'm Garrett, here as always with Kyle. Actually, here surprisingly with Kyle. <laughs> I'm still here. It's getting weird. I was not expecting you to be here this week. I was expecting to be scrambling for a podcast guest. Hey, John, if you're listening, uh, you're welcome back at any time. <laughs> I just may not have a lot of warning to give you. Uh, yeah. How's yep, it going? Yep. Still here, you know, still uh, st- maybe number two has not arrived quite yet, Ooh. which means things are, you know, it's a, it's, it's a little it's a little limbo-y around here. It's my yeah. second kid, so like people aren't saying like, oh, stay calm, go on a big date, it'll be your last chance. Like, none of that's happening. Everyone's like, yeah, no, I, we, we get it. You're busy. <laughs> yep. Yep. The, the only scary part is like Kristen woke up this morning with like this burst of energy, which kind of gives you that like. You know, oh my God, like she's going to climb into the cave kind of feeling like this is, this is it. This is, why would she be so energetic all of a sudden? <laughs> it's the last play session with, with, the, with the hound dog, you know, kind of feeling around here. Last play session with a hound dog. Yeah. Hound dogs like, uh, you know, before they pass, they tend to like get really energetic. That's and dark have, like, as shit. I, I, well, you know, it's just, it's, it's part of life, you know, we, we are never had a hound dog. Jesus. Yeah. Oh no, it's adorable. I mean, you know, it can. It's adorable. Hound dogs are so sweet. They're so great. Do you, you have a hound dog growing up? No, I lived by one though. Oh, and, you know, okay. And and like you know, old old Buster. Okay. Comes okay. out, you know, wrinkly old white haired faced Buster. Well, we have just been we've just been launched out of the trebuchet of of this is not where I thought things were going, but I'm just going to continue going down this path. Uh, I thought you were deathly afraid of dogs. I thought you had a dog phobia. I did. Um, did yeah, you get I over it? A, yeah, pretty much. Oh, I, cool. I got chased a lot. Well, not that I'm judging you, man. Like I, yeah, no, I get it, man. You, you've been bit by. Yeah. I don't. Were you? You were bit by a dog, right? Um, I just chased a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. The the main one was uh, I was over at a friend's house for a sleepover. We were playing Pokemon cards and um, Super Smash, I think, but it was mostly Pokemon cards. Anyway, they had a security dog, a German Shepherd, which was inside that night wrongfully. And oh. so as I came out of the kid's room down the hall, and I literally did Ooh. like, I was in sixth grade. I did the okay. dive through the door and kick the door closed. I was like, rrr, 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 through the, through the hole and kind of uh-huh. kicking the dog in the, yeah. Uh, but eesh. my sister, so I now live by my sister who has beautiful farmland and she owns a Newfoundland. Okay. And okay. what I think is like a sheep dog mixed with a golden retriever. They're giant. <laughs> like, These sound like massive animals. Yes. They're absolutely just dinosauric beasts. So, so opposite of what we've got going on over here. Exactly. And mm. so, you know, you're sitting by them. There's a chance they could just kind of like, oh, like, you know, lion mouth your whole head. And they haven't in three years. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> my parents have a shepherd right now. And he's just the dumbest uh, dog my, my family has ever had. He's just this dumb, lovable idiot. And uh, he's great. He tries yeah. to, uh, he try he thinks... His own drool hitting the ground outside is a bug. So you'll see he stares at the ground, and when a, a, a drool droplet falls and hits the dirt, he then tries to, like, pounce it. 
and he'll just do this for like an hour. And yeah. I'm just sitting there looking at him like, how are, how do you live? <laughs> but I love him. He's great. He's good. He's a good boy. He's a good, good nah, boy. Dogs, dogs are doing better. I'm doing a lot better nowadays. <laughs> didn't, didn't think that's where we were going, but hey. No, no. Hey, this, well, yeah, it's, it's, where we it's, find it's ourselves. hard not to be personal. It's hard not to be personal during this time of my life, right? Like so much of my time is dedicated to helping out with my son, nesting, and then like, well, it's part of the nesting, but like just making comfort at mm. night. And that comfort has been spent like, playing Jedi Fallen Order, you know, mm. hanging out with Kristen or playing um, uh, Persona 5. I've been doing a lot of that. Like, it, it's, it's about being very chill around here. Like, mm. Kristen is a big, big fan of Dark Souls games. We didn't Elden Ring at all. Like, she is, she just doesn't have the energy, <laughs> the patience to try that hard at something. But it's sitting there in the wings. Like, as soon as that baby's out, I bet you Elden Ring's going to be fired up around this house. It's going to be awesome. Foul tarnished. Up. Yep. Uh, you'll be mad at me. We watched all of uh, Pride and Prejudice uh, 1994 instead of watching Andor. I'm sorry about that. Sounds but awful. It's, it's really good. It's actually really good. I'm, I'm good. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's super cute. It's adorable. Yeah. It's adorable. Plus, all right. people at, at, like talking in old timey ways, there's a disconnect that I really enjoy. It's the same reason why I think I, for many reasons, I like subbed anime. But in anime, they say a lot of cringy things all the time. And in English, they're even more cringy. They're awful. Which is why the World of Warcraft movie, or is it just the Warcraft movie, is better in German. Because then you don't see American language being cringy. I still have to see <laughs> bad human armor and horrible fake beards. So The text takes the edge off. You're so busy reading, maybe the cringe dodges you. Oh, yeah, I looked up oh. some English Persona 5. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 man, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like It's fair. That's uh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. I started catching up on uh, Housing Complex C uh, and was thinking I was really far behind. Then I looked at it and I'm like, oh, there's only three new episodes out. I'm not as far behind as I thought. Come to find out it's only a four episode miniseries. So I only have one episode left. Oh, wait. Um, it's this new anime oh, or God. it was an anime that they were showing on Adult Swim week to week over, over October because it's a little it's kind of creepy. Oh. Yeah, but it's all on HBO Max. If you got, a, you got yourself an HBO subscription, you also have access to the whole back catalog of Adult Swim stuff. That's why it's on there. So that's how I've been watching it. I think it's really charming uh, and just the right amount of like off-putting. And uh, now I'm just dis- disappointed because last night I'm like, I'm going to sit down and spend an hour catching up on Housing Complex. And I only have one episode left. And then I went and checked IMDb and I'm like, oh, th- th- it's four and done. Okay. So now I'm, now I'm a little sad. Now I'm a little sad. I, I, thought, I, I thought I had a lot of episodes ahead of me. Oh, ooh, oh, what a ooh, what a weird looking show. It's different. It's it's different. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there a one been... location anime. Yeah. Man, I. Th- oh, ooh, oh, oh, my. This this is dark. This is this is something. No, oh, don't don't tell me what you're seeing because I, I've got the finale to watch. <laughs> no, this is this is the trailer. So this is the teaser. So yeah, I assume. Yeah, it's got a lot of heart, though. There's there's a lot of real kind of happy, joyous. There's a lot of childlike wonder uh, mixed in with the darkness. So, yeah, it's it's a good balance. As a, as a story should be like the, the more, the more wacky it goes, the more serious you got to, you know, it's a, it's a balance. Oh, balance. You got to balance. You, not sure. I agree with that, but sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, what, what didn't balance was those damn puzzles and 
<laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, they suck sometimes. And the prompt is always like, do you need a hint? Do you need a hint? And I'm like, shut up! So I didn't know that I was supposed to turn on the tractor beam wall and shoot a fire lamp into it for 30 minutes. Calm down, game. You're, maybe your visual language isn't that clear. Maybe you're not as great at your Metroidvania as you think you are. Every time you get angry at Jedi Fallen Order, I feel like y- you're mad at me for something I don't remember doing. <laughs> that's that's how it feels. It's been so long. I haven't I haven't gone near that game since my original playthrough, which was at launch. I think I beat that thing in like three days. I couldn't put it down. Sure, it was marathoned it. It was a better way to play it. It was exactly what I wanted. It was, I was like, oh, oh, EA made a good Star Wars game. Cool. Like that was that just in and out. I was done. Um, you're making me want to go back to it, but dude, I'm I'm in the freaking I'm in the home stretch, man. I got like four weeks of school left. Stop talking about stuff I want to do. <laughs> uh, I, we got lots to. You got, got yeah. You know, listen, man. I could get dark and morbid on your ass every day. I get to talk to you as a blessing because I never know when you're just gonna be gone. <laughs> I never know. I never know. So, yeah. 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 Uh, well, we, it, we would it, warn you it, when Kyle is taking a break, everybody, but we literally can't. The baby could come at any moment now. It may come in the middle of the show. Good. It could. Which honestly, I, I, this might be a kind of awesome. engagement. I think that would, that would I mean, I'd, you know, not for my it own purposes. TV. Yeah. I mean, that would be a very memorable episode of this podcast, but oh, I'm going to have god of war ragnarok coming out here uh yeah. you got the new wow expansion coming out yep. like hearthstone's up to stuff hearthstone's up to some really cool stuff we're gonna anything talk about this in december the, the, chat as well like any anybody looking forward to anything in december well that's when Hearth, the hearthstone thing comes out okay uh december december's always a shit show for games right that's usually the last ditch effort for things to come out and they almost always get pushed Mm. Oh, Callisto Protocol. Yeah, that's coming out. The more I see uh, that game, the less interested I am. It so it's in an interesting place. So the the creator, the the director, bragged on Twitter that the team is crunching, working eleven hours a day. Like we're just so excited, we can't wait to get this game in your hands. And Twitter was like, "The hell are you talking about, bro? That's not okay." Which it's not, you know, in a corporate environment, like you know you and I have to crunch to get our own videos out, but we're our own bosses making us do it. Right. So he, he was passionate about it. He got a lot of flack for it. He says he's pulling back the team, but you know, there's, there's some hints that it might not be ready on release in that way. It could be kind of a bad launch. It wasn't allowed to release in full in Japan. Like it's not coming out at all because they have violence standards that uh, can't be met. Like you can't edit out, the content or the game creator said releasing this game in a lesser form would not be worth our time. So they aren't going to really say, you know, edited version, which of course is weird because you know, I'm playing persona five and you know, final fantasy 14 tons of really, really messed up stuff happens, but it's all emotional, right? <laughs> it's only emotionally messed up, not violence messed up. We're, we're weird in America too. Hey, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. All the, all the gore, but don't you dare show a booby. Yeah, no, we can't, we cannot handle the human form, but boy, we can, we're all for decapitations. Yep. Bring them out. Bring out those severed heads. God of War Ragnarok's getting like really good reviews, like 94s right now on Metacritic from the various reviewers. They're only like 10 hours in, of course, but it sounds like that's going really, really well. And, uh, well, there's going to be that, uh, that dark tide thing that 
I don't know is if it's going to be good or not. You weren't here for that episode. Dark, that was John and I. Dark Tide? Yeah, Dark Tide is the Warhammer 40K version of... Oh, that's the Vermintide, but 40K, which means I'm more into it. Yeah. yeah. So, no, dude, yeah. I'm straight up excited for that, but that's not coming out in December, is it? No, it's coming out um, very, very soon. Uh, I, 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 could, I could check my Steam here, but it's coming out very, very soon. Yeah, uh, it, uh, just just says 2022 here on Google. Um, oh, November, November 30th. Yeah, it ran its beta weekend. A lot, a lot of features were missing. Oh, uh, man. The 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 mission structure seemed maybe a little more like randomized. Like what it seems like they're going for feels kind of live servicey. As you log into the game, and there are active missions available for the next 30 minutes, and they kind of tick down. And at the end of those 30 minutes, other active missions will activate. So if there's like a free play mode where you can pick any mission you want, then you bypass this whole thing. It's more about like bonus daily XP or something like that. But Vermintide Fat Shark systems are often a little obtuse, a little uh, loot box feely, even though it is a buy and play game. Gotcha. It, it can get messy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, December's pretty light. It's a close protocol. Uh, I get. I did not know they're doing an HD re-release of the Final Fantasy Crisis score game? I don't know seven my Final Fantasy well That's enough. a Final Fantasy VII prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came out forever ago. Is that a PS3 game, I think? Uh, PSP? This is a PSP game? Yeah, it was. Okay, hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. It was a PSP game. Didn't there are so many that. Final Fantasy games, and there's like seven sevens, and it's it, it's confusing. Hey man, I, there's two I tens. Not to That's super confusing. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting ten two for Christmas, and like because uh, I had played ten, and so I put ten two on my Christmas list, and was like trying to explain to my parents. No, no it's it's literally called ten two. Yeah, no Roman numeral ten with with the two after it. Yeah, no, that's that's it. Yeah, my mom rules, man. She figured it out. I got 10-2 for Christmas that year. <laughs> Still remember trying to explain that one. Uh, yeah. Anyways, dude. Um, hey, um, s- speaking of video games, which I guess could be yeah, literally. Great job. A, Do it. A, 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 that could be a transition any week, but let's get to this week's news. Good, 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 good. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it. Uh, g- uh, Game Pass, Xbox, Microsoft, man. You, hey, Kyle, you like earnings calls? <laughs> They're all right. You like They're earnings calls? Right. This isn't all from the earnings call. I do like this Kotaku piece. Kotaku's been getting on my nerves lately, but I like this Kotaku piece. Lately? I don't think they're... I know you're a big grump about it. I, it's whatever. They're playing the game. They're getting the clicks. I get yeah. it. I don't besmirch them. I don't besmirch... After, after, after a full year of needing to make a YouTube thumbnail every week, I no longer judge Kotaku, Okay. They ran a whole smear campaign about Disney World today because the Haunted Mansion wasn't online when the writer went there. Granted, d- d- Disney World is very, very expensive. This is not what we're here you know, to talk about. We're not here to talk about the state of Kotaku like, or how... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember what version of we're reporting on on Twitter's op- collective opinions annoyed me this week, but there was one of those that really annoyed me. But it d- doesn't matter. Of it's course, irrelevant. Of course. There was an earnings call from Microsoft this week. Phil Spencer and a lot of Xbox executives were present and talked a lot about what's going on with Xbox, what's going on with Game Pass. Uh, but 
There's an article up on Kotaka right now called Nine Things We Just Learned About Xbox Game Pass and Microsoft's Gaming Future. Not everything in here is actually from the earnings call. Some are from the Same Brain podcast where Phil Spencer uh, appeared and also a Wall Street Journal Tech Live interview with Phil Spencer in addition to things that were said at the earnings call. But I think it's fine because this is all, it, it sure seems like it's all part of it. It's like a, it's like a press junket for the earnings call. <laughs> Like, sure. It's all I, I need dates. I need dates so badly. Phil Spencer has reached like Chris Metzen, Yoshi P like levels of quotability. And we got to put dates on these because what Phil Spencer said in 2016 isn't necessarily true anymore, but often regurgitated as fact. But these luckily are all like modern statements. Well, and, and yeah, and it even circle. picks up on some things that were talked about a long time ago, like the they were working on a uh, a game streaming device that like only existed to play Game Pass. So you bought the streaming device to put it on your TV and you could stream games off Game Pass. That was called Project Keystone. It's dead. It's shelved. That's not coming <laughs> out. So that was something that was talked about in the past. And here we get a, a proper update on it. And it's yeah, that's the end of that. Mm, mm. Well, uh, the thing that I, of course, found interesting is what's going on with Game Pass. Uh, I have I avoided it for a long time, just partially out of necessity. Uh, but now I have it, and I, I really, really like it. Particularly necessity? Because I can, what do you do? You is it necessary for you to not have the greatest deal in gaming? No, because fifteen or ten dollars a month wasn't in the budget. You know, what I mean, like I had to cut subscription oh, services. Okay. Through, yeah, didn't, during the pandemic, didn't, times. didn't like, mean I to drag you. No, it's a very human thing to ask about. I was being coy, but it's an extremely human thing to have to do. It so I, I avoided for a long time. Now, of course, my son's just starting to get into video games, so I got like Paw Patrol Grand Prix and like Ben 10 on there, and he's really enjoying those. And it's really fun to have my own games, like I didn't have to pay full price for Persona. Or, um, uh, well, Jedi Fallen Order, except for that, I have to like launch through an EA launcher. And the whoa. EA launcher is, yeah, it doesn't work great, but I mean, it's, it's still additional free games, so it's hard to complain. Right. It's, it's right. A, I'm it's, playing Dicey Dungeons, which was something I didn't want to pay for because I hate the art, but the gameplay is actually really solid. The, the, the amount of times I've heard you say, like, I love this game, but the art sucks, man. Like, I'm starting to think that art doesn't matter to you. It, it's a big barrier. Like, I, as you well know, particularly Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone, like if the, if the deck art sucks, isn't my jam. That deck ain't being made. But you'll but you'll play a whole game that you don't like the way it looks. Yeah, particularly like turn based math games. Okay, that's, that's like my that's my late night jam. Uh, non competitive. Our friendship is just you know us trying to understand each other's wildly specific and ever changing sensibilities. If you don't have specifics in your life, you're gonna go through it unhappy. <laughs> you gotta make some preferences because you got limited time on this planet. Boy, just I'm gonna. Can we just put on a black parade under your statements today? Just, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to be dark. I'm just being realistic. Is all my, my was, time is limited. Anyway, there was no, a no, no, wonderful no, no. Uh, MCR tweet that said, uh, "Listen, we get it. A lot of people say that we romanticize sadness, but there's emo bands that have done worse. Some romanticize Ohio, and that made me laugh." Sure. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not in a band, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> How you've never been in a band still amazes me. But getting back to uh, Game Pass here. Yes. Um, so it looks like most of the growth on Game Pass is coming from the PC side of things, which I it sounds like they weren't really expecting. But I guess uh, PC Game Pass subscribers grew 159 percent from last year. 
Well, and they go on to say that the Game Pass on consoles basically hit its wall. Like, they yeah. don't think they're going to get any more people, which makes sense. Yeah, right? Microsoft was targeting 73% growth for the year, uh, which fiscal year ended in June 2022, but it only reached 28%. So they fell way short of what they anticipated. And yeah, you know, what, what Kotaku's getting into here and what I, uh, you know, agree with is that it kind of feels like Game Pass has reached this limit. Oh, no. <laughs> True, though, you know, referencing our YouTube, like who doesn't want infinite growth, right? Everyone wants each video to do better than the last. Everyone wants, you know, numbers to keep climbing. The graph always goes up. Give so me absolutely. that dopamine hit of a green up arrow icon every time I check my YouTube dashboard, please. Right. Stop so it makes watching Overwatch 2. <laughs> that Just a kidding. bunch of people sitting in, you know, and basically doing their gamble and putting their money on the table would want the numbers always going up. And well, if they see yes. a wall approaching, they're going to be getting a little weird here. Yes. And to me, I, I just link this to how they, the narrative that Spencer keeps putting out there that, Hey, we're interested in ABK to, to really put a big dent and addition to our mobile portfolio. Cause we just don't have much out there. We don't have much of a presence in mobile. And if we get ABK, suddenly we will. And I think this fits in rather nicely with that narrative, whether it's true or not. I think it also works into this idea that Microsoft really wants a big first party exclusive. Like they don't have a way to get people Xboxes. So, of course, the PC market's going to be where people are doing the Game Pass because there's no reason to own an Xbox. True. It's, it's, that's the weird thing about Microsoft, right? Like, that's why I, I like them. Right now, I think they're pretty consumer friendly with the fact that shit like, uh, you know, the latest Halo game was available day one on Game Pass. And also I could play it on my PC if I wanted, like I didn't even need their console. But at the same time, I'm kind of looking at it like not really the best business move. (laughs) But it's also your lost leader. So probably just cheaper to make people play on computers. That was something that came up in this too, right? That they're like, they're confirming that they're still losing money on it. Like, isn't that true of every console ever that a console consoles are lost leaders. I believe Nintendo says they're not because they yeah, use but the, parts. yeah, but look at the graphics on that thing. The chips probably right. cost five dollars. Uh, right. Exactly. Everyone else who makes things that are, you know, of this century, <laughs> I would expect to still be a lost leader. Yeah, and that's been, there's a very long through line with PlayStation and that, right? Like, mm-hmm. PlayStation just has always been kind of that graphical one-upmanship. Mm-hmm. It feels a little less so just because we're kind of hitting sometimes that graphical wall. Uh, I did watch some of the footage from the, what was it, the um, the DLC they put out for Resident Evil 8. And, you know, faces were a little weird again, so I don't know what's going on there. I'm a little nervous about Resident Evil for not being able to do all I want it to. Mm. Yeah, I thought everyone's just bummed about RE4 because you can't save the dog now. Oh, you can't say it's like linear. You, you can't, can't save the dog. Dog's dead. Uh, Sorry. It, it, I guess it was a hound. It was probably really energetic the day before. <laughs> <laughs> and happy and happy. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Xbox Series X and S are sold at a huge loss. And then, of course, the prices will go up in the future with Spencer you know, being very honest about this. I appreciate that. I think we've all been feeling this coming a long time. It is the 
balance of can you give us the price increase without schemes involved? Probably not. We're still going to have it's just going to be a flat price increase on video games. That's I'm it, it is what it is. Everything's gone up. We have literally had conversations on this podcast about the price of eggs. Yeah. So uh, I'm not rooting for it, but I understand it. If that makes sense. Xbox Game Pass is great. I, I think all this news is understandable and a nice little summary of their awareness of the current atmosphere. Yeah, all of this to me, just like it, it just kind of seems like a, a, a this all makes sense. And it just feels like we're in the waiting room for that Microsoft ABK purchase to go through. We're just we're in limbo because that that's the next big thing for Microsoft if it gets approved. Right. And there was a bunch of people who pulled their support and their stocks and stuff thinking it's not going to go approved. Uh, that's all just, you know, turbulence. Yeah. That's a good way to describe all of this. Turbulent. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I've been bracing for the Game Pass price increase for a while. I'm curious how much it'll go up. Seven, what is it right now? Uh, dude, I don't even look anymore. I think it's 15. Is it 15 a month still? I've, I've, it's just one of those things I don't think about. No easy. Uh, 15 for console, 10 on PC is what folks are saying. Okay. It's not an easy answer. And of course, when you go to their website, they're advertising like the try now for $1. It's like, I don't want to know that. I want to know what it'll cost after that. Right. So, yeah. No, I've, dude, I've had it basically since the beginning, and I don't think I've ever lapsed. Because there's just at least, there's always at least one game on there I just want to play. They do a good job keeping something modern on there and certainly being able to try games. Granted, last month I hit my data cap <laughs> on my service provider <laughs> because I was trying too many games here and there. But it is it is fun game bouncing. It's also it's almost like you uh, you have to download what massive files that I send you for, that is true. Uh, for that, videos. That, that did happen. There was a, uh, a frame rate uh, issue. We were overbidding our videos there for a little bit. I am so thankful that I, uh, I live in an area with no data caps. It's a it's a thing in Oregon. There's, there's more than one option here. So they know if they instituted a data cap, I would just go to the other soulless corporation. I am I am excited though to hear about uh hear about what you've been up to though. Oh, well, hey, are you? you are you? You've are, been doing th- you've been doing things. Oh, I have I have been up to things. I have been up to things. But but before we talk about those things, I want to talk about the people that have been up to supporting us over at supportourbromance.com. Well a wonderful done. patron supporting us on Patreon. If you go to supportourbromance.com, you will go, well, it'll just, it'll whisk you away to the land of Garrett and Kyle's Patreon, where, hey, you know, if you like what we do, whether it's our YouTube videos or podcasts or streams, all of the above, uh, your own custom pairing of some of the above, you can support us on Patreon. We have uh, predetermined levels that you can sign up at, or you, it's, I don't know if you know this, on Patreon, you can set it to be whatever amount you want to give. You can put a cap on it. The world is your Patreon oyster over at supportourbromance.com, and you'll get some perks like access to our members-only channels in our Discord server. You're going to get an ad-free version of the show, meaning you will not hear this. That's right, you won't hear this. Sometimes they're pretty funny. 
I would say this week's not so fun. <laughs> Sometimes there's actually like nuggets of information in here that we yeah. accidentally bring up. Exactly, exactly. But nonetheless, you won't hear this. And, uh, you know, we would just appreciate the support, everybody. So check it out. Support ourbromance.com. And now let's move to this week's trailer park. Yep. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. This week, we're heading straight back to the trailer park. This is where we talk about the latest trailers or really anything related to the preview adjacent marketing efforts of soulless mega corporations. We cannot stop buying things from. <laughs> I'm being accused of being dark here. <laughs> Kyle, that is a pre-written intro that is in the show notes template. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. This is how, oh, we, so- this is how we introduce trailer park. I, I, oh, okay. I, I wasn't aware. Yeah. This is how we do it. This is see, how we do it. Yeah, your depression is uh, is pre-scripted. Mine, however, <laughs> is, is dark and moody. Uh, yes, yes. I, 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 yeah. You, 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 you want to take? You want to take a break? You need to talk, buddy. You, how are things doing? You, you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing great. Hey, um, there was a big announcement this week that I was minorly involved with, and uh, but it fits here because. Hearthstone just announced its next expansion, which I feel like normally we'd make light mention of on this program. But for the purposes of Trailer Park, this is the first time they've ever had a full-on 3D animated cinematic for anything. No, that's not true. They had those weird musical ones that you don't like. But those were like they were. Okay. That was like a commercial for just Hearthstone <laughs> in general. This is they were okay. This is a trailer for the next expansion. It is full 3D animated. If you haven't seen it already, Hearthstone's never had anything like this. Honestly, it gave me kind of Heroes of the Storm pangs. I was like, shit, I miss Hots. Right here, right here when the the smoke happens, where the smoke is hand animated, but the characters are 3D. Totally the Orphea trailer. Yeah, that's, yep. uh, It's... It's a little too one-to-one for me. The voice lines that they're using are the Arthas voice lines from Here's the Storm. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you watch the little trailer and he's like, your soul is mine and all his little lines, 100. I mean, uh, they could have got the guy back uh, in. It'd be a waste of time. He's saying the exact same thing in the exact same inflection. Oh, uh, yeah. Hurts. That hurts. It hurts my but heart. I, I want to defend myself. No, no. I What I said about the Hearthstone trailers is that they were good. They reached Anastasia, Anastasia, Anastasia levels or Swan Princess levels. They never reach Disney levels. It's like, hard to reach Disney levels. I know, I know, but you know, it, it it just didn't. It didn't. The song wasn't great enough. You got on the me for, in our great. in our Wednesday video this week for comparing. Uh, I would say some mid ass music from Final Fantasy fourteen to not quite reaching Terminator two levels of awesomeness, and you're like, that's a high bar. I'm like, Final Fantasy fourteen has like. 10 million songs and like yeah. 9 million of them are amazing. So I can be a little picky here. So yeah, I digress. Yeah. Uh, March of the Lich King is the next Hearthstone expansion. And they're adding death Knight as the 11th class for Hearthstone. This is only the second time they've added a class to the game. Uh, what was the first demon hunter? Oh, right. Demon hunter got added right before COVID. Literally right before beginning of 2020, uh, it was actually the last time I was on a plane up until very recently. I went out for the uh, the press junket for that, and they added they added Demon Hunter, and yeah, it was the most broken thing in the game. They had to That's do an right. emergency patch where like numbers were in red because they they didn't have time to do a full on client side patch. 
Um, but yeah. Uh, and alongside this, they've put out the cinematic that is, uh, I think freaking awesome. The whole, the whole vibe of the expansion as a whole is like death Knights versus silver moon. Are you able to tell me, tell me, tell me about yourself? What, what, what's, what's going on? Oh, oh my, Oh, I'm, I, I'm going to, they're, they're having a show tournament and I will be one of the two hosts for it. That's badass. Man. I'm very excited. Yeah, no, I'm you very, should be. That's excited. really cool. I was, I was, uh, I was uh, a little confused and very flattered to be asked. Uh, was, <laughs> granted, I didn't know what I was being asked to say yes to when they. When, this is how these things go. It's not like they're like, "Hey, this is our next thing." It's like, "Hey, would you be interested in doing a thing for us?" And if yes, would you like to sign this NDA so we can tell you what it is? Right. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, I yeah, okay. Let me take a. In the second I saw. Uh, this so i got i got to see the cinematic early and i was just like there's i uh yes yes i would love to do this 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 yeah. looks amazing this is so my jam but all the way back to there's 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 a lot going on um so cinematic's awesome uh but also i love death knight i love arthas this is very death knight arthas mm-hmm. um a thing I've been asking for in Hearthstone since I got into the beta in 2013 is graveyard mechanics. Death Knight's going to have an additional resource it can spend called corpses, and it's like a pseudo graveyard mechanic, and it is a built-in for that class in the card game. It's not just for this expansion as far as I understand. It's like th- th- this is something they're always going to have access to. So when your minions die, your corpse counter goes up, and then you can pull from that to raise ghouls and whatnot, like token cards. Right. So it's not necessarily graveyard. The, the, the cards don't exist anymore still, but you can use those points you are gathering thematically. Yes. From deaths. Yes. Yes. There, there are cards that still like revive like a random dead thing, right? Yeah. And they're bringing back the keyword reborn, which was like a, 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 a like the thing, if a thing, if a minion had reborn on it and it died, it would come back a second time with one health. So reborn yes. is also coming back and it's usually, it's a pretty big deal when keywords come back in Hearthstone cause they don't reuse them a lot unless your name is discover. Cause it's probably the greatest keyword they ever came up with and they've been using it ever since, hmm. but it's, it's pretty rare for other expansion specific keywords to come back, but reborn's coming back and it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. I, I remember doing it was a reborn with the divine shield. I really liked, I think it was a 33 came back to three one. It was pretty rocking. Reborn with Divine Shield. I'm actually blanking on that right now, but yeah, I'm thinking of Micromami. That's a one-two though, and it doesn't have Divine Shield. The Malganus days of old. Mm, That was a long time ago. I don't think Reborn was with Malganus. No, no. Flashback is my favorite mechanic though from Magic: The Gathering, where you cast a spell and then it sits in your graveyard and you can cast it again. Usually more expensive, sometimes cheaper even. Mm. Oh yeah, graveyard mechanics in Magic that was my jam. I learned Magic pretty late in life, and then a few years later, Hearthstone came out, so I was like all about it because I was on a Magic high, and then Hearthstone was coming out. And uh, there's 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 a couple things I've always wanted. I've I've always wanted uh, graveyard mechanics. I've always wanted Death Knights. I also like low key. I've always wanted like uh, multicolor magic type stuff going on, which they they flirted with with like dual class cards and tri class cards in the past, but it's very rare. But Death Knight also has this limitation to how you can build decks because certain Death Knight cards have runes on them, either Frost, Blood, or Unholy, and that infers how you build your deck because you have three rune slots and you can only have re- three rune slots, and some have like 
one unholy rune, two unholy runes, or three unholy runes. So if you drop in a three max rune card, you're then mono rune. You can't splash into the other two runes. But if you only go up to like the two power, then you have then you can splash a one rune of another color if you want. So when you're building your deck, it's kind of like mana like you're gonna say a like a little oh. bit it's not it's not something you spend it's just your restriction on essentially the power level of the card so the most powerful blood unholy or frost cards are going to have three runes on them and so if you want to use them you're locking yourself into a mono rune deck so when i add that it's kind of like a commander in that way like i add my three blood card when i'm making my deck and the deck is kind of like Wah, locked in this is now a blood deck essentially I, I, I had a chance to play around with the ui and you can also like there's just three runes up at the top and you're building a death knight deck and you can click what runes you want and then okay, it'll so only let you drag certain cards in so they kind of found yeah it's, it's very goldish in that way like they're they're they kind of found a way to add a new class that also could feel like three different decks but sharing the same card pool uh for the base stuff which is yeah. how it works now right like you enter the game and you have like legacy cards, like cards that are always viable. Yes. You'll always have. And they swap them. Well, they swap them out every year. They do. They kind of, they essentially, they took what used to be like corn standard, combine them. Yeah. And then they kind of curate what cards are there at the start of the, each new, uh, what they call standard year, quote unquote. Do they ever redo art? Not to my knowledge. No. Okay. That was, that's always a, a fun thing in arena where you have like, cause you know, I've played now for many years. So each time they, do a standard set, I can still select while playing standard old art of that distress or counter spell card. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't why? do that. They do rebalance the cards though. Sometimes. Well, what, like the here's, here's, here's my shallow question. Why are they using, isn't this a DLC character that you have to buy to like replace your Uther? Why is it battling Arthas? The Adrian? Yeah. She's the leader of the blood Knights, And it's no, like, I, it's like uh, Arthas invading silver moon kind of a thing. But if I powered up the game right now today, I would have access to Uther, not uh, true. But she's, all, she's also a new legendary minion in this set. She can play herself, I think. I mean, not that you can't. I got you know, uh, yeah, she you. is not the first that can play herself. There's a Sylvanas card and you've been able to be Sylvanas as a hunter for years. Sylvanas is a hunter. Sylvanas I is a hunter. Yeah. Well, I, I've given the options. What else would she be? Uh, yeah, I just don't see her very pet friendly. I thought the same thing when they added Tyrande and she was a priest, and I know she's technically a priest, but I play Heroes of the Storm, and she's basically a hunter in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I mean, Priestess of the Moon, I guess so. Yeah, that's... Yeah, she's definitely in one of those hybrid classes of, like, kind of druid, kind of priest, kind of hunter, like Anduin. But Anduin, I yeah, have no problem I, I've, I've been... I've been studying the Death Knight cards, so I don't know. Uh, I haven't committed to memory all of the non-Death Knight things that have been announced so far, but I'm pretty sure Lee Adrian is going to be a new, uh, not cinematic, a new legendary. If I got into it, what could I be Warlock-wise? Can I trade out Gul'dan for anything? Right now or after the expansion comes out? I guess both, but you know, like I don't my know what all they've Gul'dan. Sh- I've, seen, I've seen some stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, so. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not prodding you there. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, can I, can I, uh, blood elf my Uther? Can I? I think I can turn Gul'dan maybe into like a gnome or something. Well, like that? they did explain in the exp- in the uh, reveal of this that uh, certain classes are going to have a Death Knight theme and other classes are going to have a Silver Moon theme, and I believe Warlock predictably falls under Death Knight theming. So okay. the new Warlock cards are going to be like Death Knight themed. Okay. 
Yeah, that's, that's very cool. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, I'm stoked as hell for you. You are a Arthas fanboy, number one super fan. So I'm really excited to see you getting to talk about it. It's all the announcement rolling out. Uh, what? Who's your co-host? I'm not familiar with Hearthstone names and content oh, creators. Uh, Slissa. Uh, I think she's wonderful. Had her on Anger Chicken a bunch of times back when I was nice. uh, host over there. Uh, and I just think it's hilarious because she's also uh, living in Florida. So as far as I'm concerned, Hearthstone belongs to Florida now. <laughs> um, and yeah, now Slissa, Slissa rules. She's more known for Battlegrounds, but every time she picks up standard, she just like effortlessly just bombs her way into into Legend. Uh, sure. So. I mean, if you're good at a math game, you're good at a math game, right? Like Battlegrounds is no exception, though it might auto battle. It, it does. It still requires you to think ahead, plan ahead and have a general sense of other people's decks and such. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm qu- I'm quite excited. I like Salsa. I think she's freaking hilarious. Uh, used to, uh, back when I was really big into Battlegrounds, I used to watch her content a lot. So, um, yeah, I think. This is this is a personal thought. Uh, I think there's a reason they paired us together. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. You, yeah, you gotta have some chemistry. Y'all have worked together before, done interviews and such. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, really excited. That's coming up on November. It's the middle of the week. It's this month. Um, November sixteenth and seventeenth is going to be this this Death Knight tournament event. Uh, I'll be out on the West Coast for this, man. I just awesome. bought I just bought a new suit jacket. Ooh, cool. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, that's all you need cuz you're probably going to just be waste up. Or you know you, you No, actually, like, actually, I just, I've seen I'm going to a TV studio, dude. They I think they got like camera cranes and shit. Oh, wait, are you going to be standing or are you going to be like in the stool? Are you doing the stool? That I don't know yet. I I I've, okay. I've been I've been told uh the, the expect to learn some things during the dress rehearsal. <laughs> I <laughs> I take great comfort in streaming, knowing my bottom half is never on display. I yeah, wear I mean, I don't, whatever the hell shorts I want. I do not wear pants. I, I it has, it's got to be real cold for me to wear pants. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm, I've been told that I need to be dressed well from top to bottom. My shoe is also one of my primary busy boxes, like flipping it off Your my heel. So. Yeah, you know, I play with the back of my shoe. You know, oh, I kind of move it off and on my heel. So I don't wear shoes around the house. No, I do. I, I can't. I don't feel awake unless I'm wearing shoes. Mm, mm, Wear shoes yeah. every time I'm on stream. Anyway, dude, I'm I'm I kind of low key want you to want you to try Hearthstone <laughs> when this hits. Like just just sure. just go try Death Knight because we'll all be starting at like well I won't because I have a streamer privilege and have gotten oh, to play it already. Excuse me, but excuse me. Um, oh, I cannot wait. I I I I, I cannot wait to talk about the kind of sort of janky way I got to test Death Knight. Um, I just I'm not sure if I'm allowed <laughs> to talk about it yet. So. Yeah, no, tell me about it later. It's super minor, but it's really fun. But I want to make yeah. sure I'm not going to get anyone in trouble if I explain, like, how I was able to test this out. <laughs> no, I, re- I really like, uh, I, as you say, graveyard mechanics in this case, more of like a death counter mechanic. But that's all stuff I've, I super duper enjoy. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to stick a toe back in there. There's a there's another, there's some more card games coming out soon that I'm kind of interested in. Mm. Mm. Um, let me let me see though actually let, let me double check because I, I think I only saw the title in the picture and you know on Steam you never know what's a sex game anymore so <laughs> I might I might be wrong about this I was like oh damn that looks dark that looks great and you know then you open and you're like oh my <laughs> I thought never it was a wizard mind. game turned out nope waifu wizards yep <laughs> you, waifu wizard you played yourself Kyle 
yeah, you done blown their clothes off with your bejeweled game. And you're like, oh, well, I, I guess I don't mind the clothes blowing off, but I don't care about bejeweled enough. It's, it's, it's also not what I was really looking for, but hey. No, but here hey, we but f- thanks, team. Here we find ourselves. <laughs> I think it'd be a really fun, really fun idea for us to, uh, to play adult game or regular game uh, where we just read titles on Steam and try and divine what type of game it is. I think it'd be a fun game to play on the show. That's a game I just saw today. So it's called Nadir. Uh, it's a roguelike deck builder and it kind of has a, it has a, has a good like kind of Hellboy art style that I really get into after Darkest Dungeon and that sort of thing. Mm. So it took me forever to realize that's what Darkest Dungeon reminded me of was the Mike Mignola style of, of ink work. Oh yeah, it's straight up just taken from that, like the art. Oh yeah, and yeah, and then I felt real dumb because it's like super obvious that that's the, where the inspiration comes from. It's 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 cuterized, but one is like it, it, not chibi, but you know it, they're they're smaller, their legs are really stubby, they're stylized. It's not full blown. I mean, sometimes the Hellboy art just is it's really just stumpy. Yeah, stumpy might be a, a good way to do it. They're they're blocky. They're 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 stumpy. Yeah, that's it's all right. It's all right. Uh, you sent me a trailer this week, though, that I completely missed. And I believe it's only a day old. It's called yes. Blight. And it's yes. a co-op survival horror roguelike? That I, some of that... Light? Roguelite? I can never... I, yes. don't, I literally, honestly don't know the difference, and I'm afraid to ask. It's So it's very much like the remake slash remastered kind of difference. Um Rogue light and rogue like uh, have very big differences. I'm not. I'm not sure off the top of my head. In fact, let, 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 this is important. This is important for us. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can find out. Rogue light versus rogue like. What's the difference? Says Screen Rant. I'm closing in. <laughs> rogue light is Hades. For instance, certain resources don't reset on death. Okay, so you get to keep progression. And yeah, light. and I'm assuming like is a hardcore like nope, start from square one, you jackass. Kind of like Mario, and where, that's what folks you know, in chat are saying right now as well. Yeah, and that's the kind of game like I I want. You know, I I don't mind losing, but I do want to feel like I've made some progress. And uh, I enter the dungeon was a little too deep. Like the currency was more obscure and it was just really hard i wasn't very good at it <laughs> for one um but it, it you just didn't feel like you carried much over even though i'm sure to enter the gungeon experts of, of course you kept you unlocked weapons and you but you unlocked chances to get those weapons which isn't so different than deck builder but still you know let me let, let me have my preference here this this looks like a vermintide if i'm really getting excited like left for dead level chivalry co-op game if you're not familiar with the chivalry kind of series or i think mountain horse (laughs) it might be called uh realistic armorage so we're talking silly hats pants with those little footholds (laughs) you know your the footholds yeah you know where the the loop would go under realistic medieval yeah yeah and so i'm assuming here in kind of our more bullet-shaped helm uh, in our half plate, we've probably got in the trailer a decently leveled up character. 
who's walking around, maybe has unlocked some equipment over the course of his adventures and is now starting out. Four-player co-op puts you in the mindset that it's going to be like four-start zone, get to the end. Can you? How far can you go? Keep some of what you collect. Maybe keep some currency if you die. But the way they show the trailer, the player more organically comes across the other players. So maybe you start in different corners and try to find each other. We don't know those aspects. But there are NPCs talking. It seems maybe story-based. Zombies. Zombies in medieval setting. Pretty cool. But it's a little Last of Us. Like, clearly the zombies are tied to fungus, plants, that kind of that kind of uh, origin story for them. I love third-person action. This looks like the exact kind of game I would want to co-op with you. I think that Melee works really well in these third-person co-op games. Uh, it, it used to be a lot clunkier. I think Left 4 Dead definitely showed that it could work. Maybe not to the level at that time that we may have needed to truly invest in it. I mean, Left 4 Dead had a lot of ammo. Vermintide over time said, hey, here's our difficulty spike. Guns are really powerful. You'll have range, but we'll limit the ammo. So the strategy is more about being in melee, pushing back, using special powers, and trying to conserve that ammunition. And we can expect something similar from a medieval time because you're just going to have bows and arrows. He headshots a guy at one point in this, but uh, he has a single arrow in his whole inventory. And I've I just really like that medieval setting. I really enjoyed that um, Sean Bean movie. Uh, was it Black Death? I think it was what it was. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, I never need to see that ending of that movie again. No, it was horrible. It was a horrible end. But uh, yeah, of course, Season of the Witch being one of my guilty pleasures. I just love uh, medieval, medieval fantasy with the medieval part being very seriously taken. So I'm excited to see if you know, there's blunt weapons, you got your maces and your balls and chains, if you got your short daggers, your long swords, all that kind of thing. And uh, and by chance, I've been watching a bunch of random documentaries on YouTube about how, like, full metal can be rolled in and stuff, which apparently it can be. Like, actual full plate in the past was extremely well-fitted, and you could have gotten a lot done in it. Didn't know that. That's the most Kyle thing that's been said today. (laughs) Is that true? Is that true? Surely, surely there's been other things. I don't know. I, I think I was so aghast by the dog stuff because I've never heard you talk like that. <laughs> this is the most on brand shit that's come out of your mouth today. Wait, it's it's all in like, this section. It's me and my undying love of Arthas, and it's you talking about uh, what sounds like the most boring documentary on earth. You sound like my dad right now. Okay. Um, I like to me. Stuff. To me. I'm not. Yeah. I, it's not shade on what you like. It's me admitting how shallow I am <laughs> with the media I consume. We've all got things. There's a, there's a lot of like stealth on display here, which I'm not very confident in working I, out. I like it in my zombie games. Uh, I, 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 th- I think uh, it's something that doesn't get, get enough praise is last of us's uh, gameplay. I think last of us has really good gameplay. I actually enjoy playing it. I'm not a huge stealth game fan, but uh, Last of Us made me really enjoy it in my zombie games. I don't know if it's going to work out in co-op, though, because a game called uh, GTFO, standing for Get the F Out. <laughs> get the get the FF? Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't actually say the word, so I got a little confused when I bleep myself. <laughs> uh, that game became a stealth exploration. 
uh, but it was more about like how everyone can set up and execute kind of more like a rainbow six kind of feel in that way. And it meant it wasn't very fun to play casually. You were either really, really good at it or you had a bad time. So we could find ourselves in a similar situation here with blight survivor. That's what it's called, right? Blight survivor. Yeah. Blight survival where it's more about everyone sneaking into position, taking everybody out at once rather than sneaking being an element of the gameplay. Okay. Okay. But great looking setting. You know, good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see more co-op games like this. Obviously co-op is a marketing tool. It's a, it's an income tool. You know, you basically say, Hey, what if we sold the game and then we made you play, you know, buy three copies for your friends. Like, oh, that's that's fine. Right Give me more co-op games, please. Yeah. For the love of God. I'm still waiting for a Valheim update that gives us another thing to kill. It Valheim has been brutal. Like I know they added some like new recipes and, and something about like crafting and that was forever ago. <laughs> yeah. It's very small team, of course. Um, but they haven't announced they're making a new game. So I'm, I'm curious to see if that's what they're working on in the background. Oftentimes a lot of delays will kind of put, put in people's minds. They're just abandoning the product and moving on to something else, which is not bad for an indie company at all. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I would a, say we're moving on to something else, but we're actually moving on to talk about another co-op game. So let's get into uh, what else we played this week. I saw an opening and I took it. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. <laughs> um, you forced me to play Phasmophobia. You bastard. I, I did. I am intensely aware that uh, I have now forced the majority of games uh, your direction and I have to pay up soon. So uh, your selection on your whim, please. When when I return, uh, a free pass. Uh, if you'd like, I can draw it in crown and pass it out to you like a Father's Day gift. Oh, uh, wait, a what, a what now? Oh, oh! I've just oh, I've been you, I to get play a coupon and a card so. that says one yeah, yeah. one game of your choice. Exactly, exactly. Wonderful. Make me stream one game of your choice. Wonderful. Ooh. Ooh, how to use this? I believe actually I, I know. question about this a little bit later. Um, but yeah, we celebrated uh, Halloween. If you missed it, the VOD is in our live stream playlist. They are not public, but it's in the playlist there. Uh, it hurts our it hurts our algorithm. Hurts our algorithm, but. Uh, yeah, we celebrated Halloween by streaming Phasmophobia. I had never played it before. You had watched streams, but not played it before. Yes, and I watched those streams back in 2020 when the game first came out. That so explains why you had much, no idea what you were doing. It was a, yeah, it was a much... Because I had no idea what game. I was doing, and I assumed you could guide me. And that first hour was just us being like, what does the thermometer do? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was... Uh, so I went into it believing because of watching bigger levels, like I watched some like donkey videos, Markiplier play this. Like I was under the assumption that there was a larger busting phase. Like were you actually going to kind of get in there and kill ghosts? But that's more the feeling you get in the big, big levels because you have to traverse so deep into the map in order to even identify it, and that's your goal. Anyway, uh, let's talk about it. If, you, if you're not familiar with this game, this was our Halloween game of choice this year. And it is a ghost hunting game, very much along the lines of the old ghost hunting shows that you might find on, like, Travel Network, which I really, really liked. Like, season one and two, I was super into those because it was... There was more than one, but I'm pretty sure Ghost Hunters was the original, where it was, like, two dudes, and their whole job was to debunk things. Like, they were a mold specialist and a 
housing restoration expert. How are we friends? This dude, it was really good because <laughs> it, it was two complete skeptics. Oh, they would go such trash. I know. Oh, dude, they're such trash. They're, but but they were great in the early seasons because the guys would enter the house and they'd be like, mm -hmm, "Yeah, you got mold here. You might be straight up hallucinating because this is unhealthy." Or they would like set up cameras and move them around and realize like the door handle casts a head like shadow on the wall when you walk by it at this certain angle. So we're going to replace your lighting fixtures in the basement here so you no longer see a human figure. You're done. Season four, five, and whatever beyond, we're going to stay a night in this creepy house. Hello, spirits, are you there? Like, it was it was off the rails. It was no longer a travel show. It wasn't a home <laughs> restoration show. It was straight up just bad ghost hunting and, it's, and fake. It's, it's me, your boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it got real bad over time. But I love that original stuff. So when we got into this game, being a Ghostbuster fan as well, I was hoping there was like a busting phase like we saw. There's a new Ghostbusters game out where uh, like you can't throw the trap while you're also tethering. So it's like this co-op experience of like you get, someone's got to tether, someone's got to throw the trap. I kind of want to try it. I am a little curious too. I really, I really just want them to make an XCOM game for Ghostbusters. I would love that so much. You got your firehouse, you upgrade it, you, you put new rooms in it, you expand your traps, Ooh. you go in, you, yeah, you back and forth, mission base, mission base, mission oh, base. Oh, I'd play the shit out of Hell that. Yeah. Oh Hell my yeah. god. Dagon's coming or something. Like, who gives a shit? Like, just add a little story on top, oh, like War of the Chosen oh, did. Their weapons are really limited though. And the, the not the, the, in the, the video games necessarily. I'm trying to. Th I played the one that came out when we were in college that got the whole cast back together. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, they that just had, re released that. They did. Um, they they had a couple of games that were all or uh, items, weapons that were mostly influenced by the old Sega game, I believe, where you had like a three shot burst, you had like a slow laser, you had like a charge and fire, and th there's ways to augment. Obviously, they're all just plasma machines at the end of the day like visually they're not terribly distinct and in the 2000 when would that been like nine game they put out it was more about like oh i'm immune to your electric thing so get out your purple one it wasn't as intricate or interesting as like doom did it like doom is the premier puzzle shooter it's not bound mind. by i need this to look like my movie thing like it's just yeah. you like guns we got a lot of guns we got a different lot of different types of guns here enjoy the guns all the guns just do it like all of xcom like give me a yeah. ghost busting power suit like fine like <laughs> Cut off my legs and put treads on there. Like, it doesn't matter. I just want to bust ghosts. Oh, all right. All right. I'm grabbing your feet. I'm holding them to the coals. Are you just too scared to talk about phasmophobia? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm getting around to it. I have never it. heard you cuss this much in my life. Not <laughs> not in our most private, angriest conversations. Like, we, there are weeks where uh, there have been times in our life where we've been so mad about something happening in our content creation life where we've had very angry conversations with one another, not necessarily mad at each other, but like mad about you know, comments or, or poor reviews or something. I've never heard you cuss this much. It was hilarious. Also, I was scared shitless. This game is terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. The goal is not to bust. It is merely to identify and get out alive. And in order to do so, you use your various ghost hunting tools like a thermometer, like a meter, and identify based on those tools going out what kind of ghost you have. You circle the type you got, which in 2020, there was like maybe eight. Now there's like 20 or something along that line. 
And then you try to get out alive. And that's the game. And it is intensely thematic. And for me in particular, my big cussing spree, my big F-bomb spree was whispering in my ear like something at the end of the day. And that just, it freaked me. Well, you had had headphones on, right? I did have full headphones. So I was in, um, I was handing out candy immediately after we got off stream. As a matter of fact, I was late to it. I missed about 100 trick-or-treaters before I came out. Oh, wow. That's how many kids came by. And we still handed out probably to another at least like 100 plus kids after that. Um, So I was in full Beetlejuice costume, face completely covered in grease paint. And uh, the last thing I was going to do was put my headphones on and get grease paint all over them. I already, the shirt I wore that day, dude, completely ruined. It is stained green. <laughs> I'm still getting green out of my, out of my, 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 the, the soft baggy skin under my eyes. It was uh, a not green, that was purple. The purple grease paint I learned stains the shit out of your eye sockets. So that's fun. Um, so I didn't have headphones on and I understand this started as a VR game, right? It went the other way. It went from VR to non-VR. Did it? I never saw it played in VR. Oh, I thought you told me it, that. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, when it made the YouTube rounds, it was not a VR game. Okay. Uh, never mind then. Whatever. Anyways, I can imagine it's a lot worse with headphones on. Um, I still <laughs> was scared shitless. Um, but this game's brilliant. Just don't... Don't look too close at your teammates, though, because, oh, boy, is it janky. They are very, there's a lot of jank in here. I believe it's a one-man team um, that, that's producing this game. One been, person ex- made this yeah. game? That, that's what I heard anecdotally. I don't know if that's true, and maybe Chad can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, okay, okay. I, I believe the VR was outsourced on top of that as well to, like, get it done. Um, but, yeah, this is this is a passion project. It has grown immensely. In fact, for this Halloween update, they did a full store redo how you like spend money after you bust ghosts and it, it, you don't it, bust it, them it, you after you identify not, you, you, you just identify them right you that's identify like my, the ghosts that's why we ended up on the ghostbusters off street it's, it's, you, a, know, like, it's you i like to think that we leave and we're just like it's a priest problem now yeah I, it, it would satisfy my need for closure like it would be less spooky if after you're terrified and having little girls giggle in your ears if you're like excellent Get the gun, you know. Like let's let's head back in. We're <laughs> let's rock. Like you know, maybe you enter if you enter with the you know the spirit magnum, and it's a <laughs> oni. It kills you right. instantly, right? Like don't so bring I, guns in the house I, unless you know what kind it is. I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. Boy, would that I think take a lot of the piss out of the 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 tension of this game. Like knowing you can't, <laughs> like yeah. you 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 have no recourse. For, for killing the ghost, it, it, it just makes this game uh, a, a tense hellscape from whence there is no escape. It, it was a really, really good game. It is an excellent co-op experience. The proximity-based voice was... Audio quality was a little rough, you know, for just, like, streaming and, and capturing in that way. But as a performance, like, moving from our walkie-talkies when we were far apart and the walkie-talkies turning off, becoming distorted if there was a ghost event happening... Uh, the proximity based voice got a little heavy. If you like moved up the stairs, like I could be one stair away from you and I could sound rooms away. But as soon as you cross that threshold, it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. They're, they're right next to you. Really, really fun. I can't wait to do this four player. Like regardless of Halloween game, I'm going to be playing this more and I'm going to be forcing friends to play this. Yeah. Well, give me a call. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back. That game is fun, man. I, uh, I could play more of it, even though it scared the living crap out of me, but 
It was very, very creepy. It's it was, so good uh, too. Cause you get into like a sense of security because you start to like, like for me, I was like, oh, I, I kind of get like the the meta, like oh, time to you got to find you find the room first, you go from there, uh, and uh, freaking now I'm now I'm just getting like lost watching our footage, um, but like <laughs> you start to get kind of high on yourself, like yeah, well, I'm just doing my work. It's like like it's another day at work, and I'm putting down the journal to see if the ghost writes in it, and then just that something you've never seen in the game before happens to you, and you, you're scared all over again. Yeah, the really organic moment uh, for me was when the light exploded above your head, like and pop, and the and the bulb busted. <laughs> And there's, you know, there's like leave a journal out and and the voice recognition. If you're not familiar with this game at all, like it, it is absolutely insane. It's a really good time sitting around because the game recognizes what you're saying inside of it. So if you're going, spirit, are you there? And you know the name of the <laughs> of the ghost if, you're looking I, for. Uh, there were points where I was like, for the love of God, Kyle, if you say this ghost's name one more time, I'm gonna fly out there and punch <laughs> you in the teeth. <laughs> I will. I will never shout the ghost's game and then like hold the door closed on you. Okay, like I, I don't play that way. I'm not that kind of troll at the end of the day, but it was just a really, really unique experience. And I, for 11 bucks, like 11 bucks, it was more than worth it. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I cannot shower with enough praise. We're way late to this game, but uh, it's good. It's good. It still holds up. You should go play it. Scare the shit out of your friends. Go play Phasmophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's take some questions. We've got quite a few. Let's see how many uh, we can get through in this week's uh, mailbag. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. You can send your emails to feedback at startgrindinggear.com or if you're supporting us on Patreon or you're a member of our YouTube channel, you can just drop us a message in the questions for hosts channel in our Discord that is in the members only area. It's a perk you receive when you support us on either Patreon or YouTube. You decide. Totally up to you. Rodadin wrote in and said, do you guys have a genre that you are a really big fan of in one media but just cannot stomach in another? I know Garrett loves horror movies but can't stand horror games, for example. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's my big one. That's my, that's my big one. I, I will say I liked Phasmophobia enough that I want to play more of it. Uh, I actually had a question for you. I forgot to ask. Oh, were you affected afterwards? No. Did you have, you know, a spooky night where, you know, I, I went straight to handing out candy and interacting with little adorable kids. And I was dressed like Beetlejuice <laughs> and a surprising number of kids recognized the costume. I had this one little one little dude dressed as Captain America. I opened the door and he just goes, Beetlejuice. And I was like, yeah. And I gave him some candy. And he looks just looks at me straight in the eyes and just goes, Beetlejuice. And then he gets all excited and he like runs down the end of the driveway and he looks at me from the end of the driveway and from really far away just goes, Beetlejuice. <laughs> and it was wonderful. Cute. He had to say it three times. Uh, you're, you're my hero, Captain America. Okay, yeah. I, I was yeah. just curious because... Uh, no, I had a really wholesome night. As a apartment dweller, as a non-homeowner, I got out of this game scot-free. I, there was no, I have no garage I gotta go into at night. I have no basement. Like, all the layouts of these places mm. were so well, disconnected from how I live. I live in Florida, so I don't. I will never have a basement. That's true. I do have an attic, yeah. though, but it's very rare you go up there. And it's not like up north attics. These are like you got to crawl through the trusses of your own roof. There's not you can't make a room up there. Yeah. No. I was, <laughs> I was a little curious. But yeah. So so you, you don't play a lot of horror games. No, I can't. I, for the most part, I can't stand them. Action horror. Totally fine. Resident Evil. Let's go. Uh, except for the newer Resident Evils. Uh, seven scared the shit out of me. I couldn't finish it. Um, 
Four is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm definitely going to pick up the remake. I love all the Left 4 Dead games, and those do legitimately scare me sometimes because I mean, it can there can be long periods of it being kind of quiet and chill, and then a <laughs> zombie just turns the corner on you, and you're just like, ah, son of a yeah. I mean, but, Last of Us is pretty movie-esque. You could probably get Katie involved, maybe, to she watch? Oh, Kate, yeah. Last of Us was the first game I ever played where Katie was mad when she came home and I was playing it without her. She was like, how mm. do, don't do you play another second of this without being in the room? She wanted to see the whole thing. She loves The Last of Us. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely loves it. Um, and yeah, so action horror I'm fine with. Dead Space, never played myself. I watched my roommate beat the whole damn thing in college, so it kind of felt like I didn't have to play it myself. But that kind of spooked me a little bit, but I think I could get through that just fine. Um, Not by myself. No, I, I, I love horror games, but these are uh, co-op experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like I don't, I'm not really a huge musical fan. And I, I are there musical games? <laughs> like I like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of like other things. Like it's not like there's a rom com video game. Like I'm sure there is. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But it's probably we some, call them like, dating. Sims. It's probably some indie game that I was never going to play anyway. Like. Something about pigeons, pigeons getting together. There's a pigeon game where you play as pigeons. I don't, I don't know. Dating Find Sims. loves. Yeah. People are saying rock me. A rock band's different. And in that case, it's like, I don't, what are we comparing it to? Concerts. I love concerts. I love rock band. Uh, live performance DVDs. I love those too. Music videos into them. Like, <laughs> I like both. I think mine would be uh, comedy. I don't, I don't really like live action comedies, but in animation, I really enjoy comedy. Oh, interesting. Takes takes the real life edge off. Of I, I used to like live action comedy. I, a, I feel like they just don't make them anymore. Or they're strictly god awful Adam Sandler movies that go directly to Netflix. Oh, there there's more? He's still doing stuff? I don't dude, I don't I don't know. I can hmm. No, Katie and I would always anytime there was like a, a like a, a horrible bosses style movie, we were in the theaters that weekend. We loved that crap. We eat it up. But I can't remember the last time we actually I can't remember the last time something like that even released. But like the original Hangover, Bridesmaids, Horrible Bosses, all those kind of R-rated, you know, mid-budget comedies. Saw all of them. Barry, Barry is, is Barry? Chad's mentioning Barry. Barry is really a super dark comedy that also has a really satisfying arc. Like, it, that's kind of, Barry. Barry's kind of its own thing. That's an HBO show with a, uh, Oh, what's his name? I like the actor. He was in the the it sequel that I don't like, but you love. Oh yeah, the, uh, professional funny man. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why can't? Why am I blanking on his freaking name? How is he not top build on this? Go to IMDb. Not the first name. Bill Hader. Literally the main character. What are we doing? IMDb. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I don't know if you would like Barry, Kyle. I literally, like, literally, not like I'm skeptical you would enjoy it. I have no idea how you would react to this show. I play a lot of horror games. I don't watch a lot of horror movies. I think Vampires. Have I ever played, well, V Rising we played quite a bit of. Yes, and you still refuse to watch the amazing Castlevania show. I started it there was a bunch of like cursing for cursing's sake so i was kind of like I oh my god 
care. Oh we're, we're, we're so edgy. We're critical role voice actors. Doesn't Let's matter. Matter. Oh my it God, I'm such a matter. super fan of them. It's I never so, get to hear them oh. say the F word. Oh my God. I, it, 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 you know what? It, like This happened to Kristen. Like It happened to me with Austin Powers. Like We all have that thing that was so buzzy and you missed the window. The, the buzz was so loud that when you checked out, you're like, this is crap. For Kristen, that was Fifth Element, which is one of the saddest tragedies. Yeah, you know, uh, personally, because mm, I love Fifth Element. Mm. I saw Fifth Element like completely organically, like just like, what's this? Like a rental. It was like, this is weird. What a cover. What is this? I also saw Stardust that way, which a lot of people hate Stardust. But I was like, I was just in the theaters. Like it was one of those like Sundays, your parents drop you off and they're like, well, you know, we got three hours. And so I just was like, okay, I'll go see Stardust. And that, I was like, whoa, this is great. It's so wacky. This went places I couldn't possibly expect. Uh, Castlevania was one of those where people were just like, it's so edgy. You're going to love it at the violence. Who actually anima- advertises anything as being edgy? The a- animation was cheap. It was, it Anima- was like, what? pointless what? cursing. The animation yeah. is fantastic. You are wrong. You're just it wrong. Was, you defend the final two episodes of Cyberpunk and you call Castlevania cheap animation? Well, I mean, also Invincible's really cheap. Like it, Invincible to, is to cheap. Castlevania is not. Like, what are you do you, you, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, hey, can can we get a few more patrons? We need to get Kyle to an optometrist. <laughs> Castlevania is fucking beautiful. I'll, I'll, I'll try it again. I'll try it again, but I tried it at the height of its buzz, and it just was, it, it was very flat. Yeah, me. Invincible is cheap. I'll give you that. But it, but it does a good job. It, it it understands how to wield its animation. I, so I'll go to bad for Invincible in that. Like, it understands the framework it's working within, and it makes its its action land within its own budget. No, so. I ended up liking Invincible eventually. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Oh, my, that's cool. My, my I figured you would with figure that's something you would never get into. But I, I, yeah, Invincible was fantastic. I like the question it was posing with the dad and the son and kind of that the exploration. My biggest problem with like any DC animated project, and this goes like across like just about everything they do, is they don't up their production during fights. Like mm. their static production is just as high as their fight production. And I don't even mean like they're adding computer graphics. I don't really care with DC because it's, it's, it's kind of the American style, even yeah, though I'm sure yeah. that shit's outsourced, but, uh, but like they, they were really good. They were decent with music, right? Like sometimes you're watching, um, I mean, I mean like think of like Yu-Gi-Oh and Sailor Moon where they have like three tracks that they play over and over again. Like Invincible had enough music to play that I didn't feel like it was laborious on those. I got to see a lot of cool things. It's why I like Rick and Morty. Like Rick and Morty I've watched goes a, there. I used to be really into the DC animated stuff. I don't think I've watched one since Red Hood. I really love the old Justice League uh, cartoon series. Uh-huh. Um, I really like uh, Soldier... I forget his name. Uh, but Green Lantern, the previous military Green Lantern. I think that's a really great place for that character. I think Superman is only ever interesting inside the Justice League where he has to withhold power, work with other people, have weaknesses. Batman's freaking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Flash is great. I, I never got into it. Uh, I, I, you know, to me, it peaked with the first one ever, which was the Batman animated series. And so I never, after that was over, I was just like, oh, I'm just sad that the best one of these is already done. And it was the first one of those. So I, I never I never loved again after mm. the Batman animated series, including Batman Beyond. I'm one of those that did not watch that. So Batman Beyond was definitely kind of odd. I um, dude, I'm surprised we're on the same page about this. Every other friend in my life I have that likes the animated series uh, wants to physically assault me for not thinking Beyond is one of the greatest things ever. 
Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to poke the beehive here, but I don't like it when you take a character that could be redeemable with a happy ending and then make them grumpy forever, and that's what they did with Batman. Mm. Which, you know, is why I don't like New Luke, you know, kind of stuff, because it could have been a happy he does He does redeem himself at the end. But, yeah, man. Uh, like I, I, I had struggled to get into it. Like I mean, stylistically, like yeah, there were you know I was a teenager and there was a lot of goth girls and yeah, you know, Batman <laughs> Beyond or whatever it was called. So I was like, oh, this is a pretty show. Look at all this. But <laughs> I, I, story wise, it was really disjointed. I like Static Shock. Static Shock was honestly one of my favorites. I love Static Shock. Growing up, what the hell is Static Shock? Static Shock, he had electric powers. Um, it was kind of like a webbing system. In I the sense that nev- he had I'm to looking charge. this up right now. I have l- never seen this. He had to charge himself on like electric poles, so he had like limited juice. Is this and based so on kind a of- comic? It looks like there's comics. Was it based on a comic or the comics based on the show? I'm not sure. He, this was young Static Shock and his friends. Later on, I know like the majority of times I've seen him in comics or other productions, he's an adult. So I think maybe Static Shock was either invented for the show or he was old and then they made him young for the kids show. I'm not I'm not sure. But Static Shock, I was really, really into. I have never laid eyes upon this. Yeah, it's fun. Apparently there were rumors that Michael B. Jordan was producing a Static Shock movie for Warner Brothers. That'd be interesting. Hmm. I like Michael hmm. B. I'd welcome it. He rules. Static Shock's great. Huh. All right. This went... Long. Hey, Castlevania, by the way, is the answer to this because I hate the games, but I love the anime. Okay, well, I, I tentatively um, I, I really like vampire movies. I don't think I like vampire games. I don't. I haven't played one where I'm like Ooh, I'm very, you, you on top of me, I'm very picky about my vampire movies. I don't love all vampire movies. Well, how can, how can you? They're so different. Yes. Um, you do like Interview with a Vampire, right? Oh, like, it's fantastic. I need okay, to watch okay. the new show that just came out. There's a, now a show adaptation of Interview with a Vampire uh, that just I believe just started last month. I, I believe we both yet. have a, a guilty pleasure for underworld movie. Oh, right? I love underworld. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah they're, I mean, there are, it's, it's new metal, the movie. Um, it, they're yeah. extremely dated, but, um, yeah, man, uh, guns akimbo, skin tight matrix leather. Let's go. Yeah. I'm not hanging out. I will never, I will never grow out of that shit. Let's just put yeah. a blue Kyle, the next video on YouTube. Can we just slap it with the blue filter? Have you seen, you've seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the one with Keanu Reeves? Uh, last year was the first time I had ever seen it. Last Halloween it, was the first time I ever watched it. I don't know how I missed it because it is one of the greatest vampire movies ever made. Oh yeah, it's it's a steaming pile of shit, but it is just fabulous. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. The only thing that's a steaming pile of shit in that thing is Keanu Reeves' performance. Keanu Everything Reeves else in doing, that movie is yeah, great. Doing like a weird sort of British accent. He, um, he, no, he's legitimately terrible. I love Keanu Reeves. He's awful in that movie. Like, he's irredeemable. Uh, his, but uh, the rest of that movie is great. I, I think it's a legitimately good movie. Odin, Hannibal, he plays Helsing in that. He's freaking fantastic. Oh, oh Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. my God. I love his, his, his <laughs> kind of like but the way he laughs like a murloc through the whole damn thing. I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. I oh, yeah, eat he, that guy he's up. exactly as gone as you would be if you spent your entire life hunting vampires. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, thoroughly soft. It's a perfectly... It's a perfectly encapsulated performance. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Jack Lee wants to know if we've had our interest in Monster Hunter peaked. Peaked. Hmm. Peaked. Uh, I mean, it's it's curious. I I wouldn't say peaked because it looks like an endeavor. Not not peaked as in you're at peak interest, but it's peaked your interest. 
Oh, as in PO just peeked by. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely interested. Yeah, we have almost streamed it like three separate times now. Yes. Every time, like a server down. every time we don't think Final Fantasy is going to be available for a Monday stream, our fallback plan has been Monster Hunter, but then it always ends up working out and we're able to play Final Fantasy. Yeah, the servers aren't actually down during that time. They came back early enough, what have you, but we have definitely uh, flirted with the topic frequently, and it's something yeah. I'm still very curious about. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, we got a, a very specific question in, in, in chat that was directed at me, but I've, I've got a way to take this. MMO Richard uh, said, Gara, what are your thoughts on the new S650 body style for the 2024 Mustang? Uh, yeah, totally not at all on topic, but uh, I just want to come up with a question. I will answer this question, but first, if you are one of the rare listeners of our old podcast, Week Sauce, then you will know where this is going because it's time for Kyle Describes Cars. All right. Yes, Kyle Describes Cars was my favorite thing that was lost when we stopped doing Weak Sauce, which was Kyle. uh, This is Kyle. Kyle knows jack shit about cars. I'm going to show Kyle a car. And he's going to describe it. So, Kyle, in front of you is the yet-to-be-released but just-revealed new Mustang. Describe this car to me, Kyle. Is this a real picture? This it is a real like a picture. Game. This is a real picture. Okay. Did, I, I assume they, like, hand-blurred the background to make it look faster. Uh, you can just take a picture of a car in motion from another moving vehicle and the background will be blurry. It's, look, I mean, this... I can't tell the difference between video game cars and real cars anymore. <laughs> this looks like a video game car. <laughs> I can't assume the spoiler's actually doing anything. They, like, tacked on two extra headlights. Or, <laughs> wait, hang on. Are the lights seriously, the backlights, the, your turn signals, your brakes, uh-huh. are both paint pointing the same direction? No, it's That's just the, ang- it's the angle of the car being taken that makes it look like that. So if you look at the far right one, they, they have a crease where they're kind uh, of meeting on an angle. Okay. And so when you take a three-quarter shot, uh, it kind of has that effect. I'll see In the Portland. While you continue, I'll see if I can find you a, a directly behind image. Okay. Um, okay. Because in Portland, they, they do this horrible thing where instead of a green arrow, they will just turn on a green light. And you're sitting in the turn lane, and a green light just comes on for you. Just oh, like, so you just need to know you're in a turn lane? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks. They don't put the little like scrim on it to like shape it like an arrow the green just turns on and you go like just well you know jesus take the wheel like oh <laughs> i hate that yeah it yeah. freaks me out i am it not me i am not a fan remarkably it, I mean, it looks like remarkably it looks hard like a car <laughs> it looks like a car I, I, yeah it has a, a scoop uh thingy it's got the spoiler <laughs> on it it why why does it why, so that's the antenna i assume on top the little nub uh, yeah, we call that a shark fin antenna. Yo, is that cool? Because that's dumb looking. We've had it for a long time because yeah. uh, antennas just rot in the sun. Can we not put an antenna inside a car? Like, do we need antennas still? Yeah. Yeah, now we got HD radio, dude, and satellite radio. But can't the, like, the car just receive without an antenna? I'm not a, I'm not a radio engineer. I know you can't put your, your your Mickey ball on top there, but still, like I, I thought we were past this. <laughs> no, that so why attitude. do I? Why do you need four? <laughs> why do you need four exhausts? Why? why uh, is there so much exhaust? It's entirely cosmetic. You could just have two cir- plain circles there. Would you need two? 
Uh, well, you would have a dual exhaust, which are you could make an argument for it helps with dispersal of exhaust fumes. So they're not ugly. Uh, like, in my opinion, I think most cars nowadays have a dual exhaust just because it looks nicer and it's more symmetrical. Okay. As opposed to the old day of just having one just hanging off to one side. That being said, the uh, high horsepower cars have have to a lot of exhaust fumes that need to go somewhere, Kyle. Mm. Need to go somewhere. Yeah. No. We would call that a quad tip exhaust, by the way. Mustangs uh, are Fords? They are Fords, yes. The Fords, we have a Ford two-door. <laughs> <laughs> the license plate is perfectly placed to be indented so that you can put one of those Florida bubbles over it to stop cops from speed checking your car <laughs> as seen on TV. Not how it works. <laughs> that is not how it works. Wasn't it cur- It's a bubble curve because like when they blast you with the, the, the speed sensor, it like bounces in an odd direction. <laughs> Right? Or is it more like a shader? So, like, when you're like behind the car, you if can't you're read to the plate. Pl- your license plate, it's not to stop them from hitting you with a radar. That's what I always do. <laughs> if heard. they're doing that, they're going to get in a car and pull you over. What's over your license plate is irrelevant. <laughs> so, why? So, you don't want it to be seen then? Isn't that illegal? It is super illegal. And why do so many people in Florida do it? A lot of people just have a frame, man. And your, your little diamond frame. A lot of yeah, people just your- have, oh, yeah, or your barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Or your mm-hmm. Tinkerbell. Your, actually, I haven't, yeah, seen, dude, I haven't seen Tinkerbell in a long time, actually. Sylvester car seats. You know, Bugs Bunny with a gun. What'd you, did you have, do you have dice? Did you have dice in your car in college? No, I, um, I no. Had, I oh, had I, dice. I, I'm, I, I'm super lame motion sickness, so I didn't do any dangles. I didn't, I didn't want dangles rocking the boat. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Nice. No, I, I did not decorate my car, um, also, my, my, my parents growing up were like really like staunch, like no bumper stickers ever. Like that's a huge faux pas that is like ingrained in me. Uh, my my, my rear window was completely covered in die cut vinyl of bands I liked. I believe it. Yeah. I've seen your guitar. You, know? <laughs> you like your stickers? Yes. Yes. It was. Uh, you knew my taste of music very quickly. Um, no, no. I mean, it's a. It's a I won't get it. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll tell a little story. It's a, it's a sad okay. story. It's a sad okay. story. It's a sad All right. Story. I was, so I, I got my car. Love my car. A Subaru Baja, you know, in, in high school. I Loved would it. personally love a Baja now. Not a cool car for like a high schooler, but personally a car that I think is, looks like a shoe, but I love it. I love the They're shape. cool now. They were not cool then. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. I love that car so, so much. Uh, so I started like kind of inching into cars, but every time I did, I got a lot of pressure as to why I didn't get the GRX or something at the time. WRX would have been the cool Subaru. Yeah. So I, it's high school, man. Like I've started, so I'm like kind of getting into the cars. Like I'm starting to explore Like I'm really baby in this car. I love my Baja. And I was part of the theater. Troop connection, uh, but what was it called? The Thesbians. I was part of Thesbians, and, and we did we did an AIDS fundraiser in our school. We collected a lot of money, and my car got keyed by the bullies at the school because they thought I was gay or something like that. Like they came out and they like what? they full on like etched in my car with keys. 
and spelled things in my For car. being a part of an AIDS fundraiser? Yeah. That yeah. is in the mid-2000s? Yeah, in the mid 2000s. What the like early hell? 2000s. Yeah, this would have been 2000. Listen, I get that we were we were still we were we shouldn't have been. We were still saying gay in casual conversation. We shouldn't yeah. have been. Uh, but damn, your school was yeah, rough, man. right? Your school was rough. So, like, I just kind of, I, I just, like mentally, I just checked out of cars. Like, that, I know an over serious story, but like, I just like mentally, I was like, wow, I babied this car. I love this car, and it was ruined before my eyes. I'm so I checked out of cars. I'm so sorry, dude. That sucks. Yeah, uh, that's my that's my overly source serious Ouch. story. I thought you were just gonna. I thought that we were just going down a, a rabbit hole of of car gatekeeping, which is dear God, man, does happen. Holy yeah. shit, dude! Car car communities are so friggin' toxic, and they are kind of like still stuck in the two thousands. Like you know how I just said, you know, yeah, back then we were saying gay, and we shouldn't have been. That shit is all over car communities still. I mean, there's going to be gatekeeping no matter where you go. Like, like, and there certainly was with the car that I was loving and like, you know, posing on, you know, I was super proud of it, like sitting on the hood and people being like, as they walked by, right? Like it, there were certain, there were some big ego hits, but, <laughs> but, but also, I mean, a little, little, like, the, you had such an extreme example. I'd no longer want to have fun with this, but it does sound like you had a little bit of a self-awareness <laughs> issue as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, like I said, I love this car. I love this car, uh, but you know, that, that crossed a barrier and I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm done publicly denouncing mm, this with my car. Mm. My car got egged once. I don't know why. I still don't know who did it. Don't know why they did what it. Are, do eggs do bad things to cars? I mean, it's, if you clean it off quick enough, it's fine. Oh, okay. Like it was just kind of gross. Um, yeah, it was no big deal. My friends did the saran wrap thing. My car got saran wrapped one time. Um, one time I came out of the movies and my car was completely wrapped in caution tape. And I wasn't hmm. with friends. I was out on a date. And it turned out one of my friends saw my car there and they happened to have a roll of caution tape with them and they just thought it'd be freaking hilarious. I mean, that's, that you know, that's fun. That's, that's wacky. Yeah. Oh, well, it was tape though. It wasn't like, uh, you had to like peel off the tape and there was well, like when I say tape, tape, it wasn't sticky tape. It was okay, ca- okay. caution tape. Like you would put at a construction site and hanging on yeah, like some okay, sawhorses that, and shit. That's fun and wacky. That's fun yeah, and wacky. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's totally fine. No, I never, no one, never, no one ever caused permanent damage to my car on purpose. So yeah. Uh, anyway, the original question was, what do I think of it? So I, for, for <laughs> listeners who are like, what the shit, what's going on? I love cars and big car nerd. I have a Mustang. Um, and uh, so the, the, for the first time since 2015, it's getting a major redesign. And that's what you just looked at was, Kyle. Um, I kind of hate it, to be honest. I think it's kind of uh, obnoxiously futuristic to where I think it already looks dated. I think it already kind of looks old. Mm. Um, and they also it hasn't changed that much from the current body, which is what I have. They kind of just changed the front and the back. The side profile is almost identical. And so. I'm honestly kind of happy. I change cars out a lot. <laughs> um, I can't imagine that. Like, that's bizarre to me. Yeah. So I was, I was actually kind of crossing my fingers. I was like, I hope I don't like the new one. Please don't make the new one nice. And I'm really, I'm actually kind of happy. It, I think it's ugly because I have no desire to swap out my, my current Mustang for this new one. So maybe I'm lying to myself. I don't know, but I really, I think it's just kind of stupidly needlessly futuristic. It looks like an electric car and I don't like the way electric cars look. I think they look dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just hate their charging stations. 
because they have lots of giant ads on them. And it takes my son forever to get into the grocery store. Ah, see, here in Florida, it's, it's they're like off in a corner. I never see them. Like they're so uh, far away from the actual pumps. Oh, no, they're front and center. Like they are, there are proud monuments to uh, conservation here in town, but they're just, they're just motion eyesores. Yeah. You know, they're entrancing. Yeah. So, anywho, moving right along, getting through our mailbag here. Albardo wants to know. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Albardo asked too many questions, and I, I pulled an extra one on accident. Albardo told okay. me the exact question they wanted to ask, which is. What's our favorite type of chip? They originally wrote Chris, but we're in America, so I translated it for us. Okay. What's your favorite type of chip, Kyle? Gotta be a chip, right? Um, Chips. um, mm, My my tastes have changed recently, so I'll go with classic barbecue. Barbecue is mine. Barbecue, okay. Yeah. Okay, barbecue is usually the last thing I'll eat. Um, but I don't mind. I got into the dill chips recently, and I really like them. Okay, never mind. That would I would just not eat that. I would just not eat that. Yeah, I don't like dill. Not a big dill guy. But hey, more for you. Uh, I'm a sour cream and onion guy. Have always been, always will be. Although recently, against my wishes, Doritos were brought into this house, and I forgot how many Doritos I can eat if uh, mm. not checked or shamed. I straight up got kind of sick on some Doritos last week, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, yeah, you gotta you gotta put them in a bowl. You gotta paste. Yeah, you paste <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We were out back. We were relaxing. It was hot. I was sweaty. We were having beer. I was like, I'm going to go get that bag of Doritos. Just sat there. Oh, oh yeah. But no, uh, sour cream and onion. Specifically, dirty brand potato chips, sour cream and onion. Greatest chip on the planet. If They, they, they can't be in the house. They, 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 I only get the single serving bag uh, with my pub sub because they have them next to the deli counter at Publix. One time we bought like 20 of them and had them in the house and I like ate them in like a week and it was a problem. Oh, oh, that sounds sickening. Yeah. Oh, freaking love it. I love it. Uh, N. Cole said, uh, if I remember correctly, this YouTube channel is slash was the first time you were doing video first content as you were originally doing podcasts and you only streamed MSQ since Heaven's Ward. How would you compare your experience right now with the Final Fantasy 14 MSQ you played during A Realm Reborn without streaming? And how has streaming affected the way you enjoy the game? Uh, they went on to say, would you say streaming gave you a better gaming experience with 14? I think this is vaguely impossible to answer. Like, A Realm Reborn is the least I've liked Final Fantasy 14 so far. So like the expansions just kind of keep getting better, arguable dip for Stormblood, but I still really had a good time with it. So I feel like I'm enjoying the game a lot because the game is good. And also the stream is also successful and fun and a good time. So it's, everything is awesome. <laughs> so mm. it's, it's hard for me to compare it to World of War because World of War was... Well, it felt like a bit of a slog at times. Yeah, I can't imagine streaming a Realm Reborn in that way. I mean, obviously, if you have a big enough audience and your audience convinces you or you are personally interested to try it out, there's an element that could naturally happen as you just kind of have your stream scheduled and that's what you're going to play that day. But I, it, honestly, that that's like <laughs> buying your first anything and then firing up a guides channel. It just sounds like one of the most confusing, awful things you could do. Just turn on a stream and be like, 
hey, everybody, what's up? Don't know if I like this game. You know, it, it's one thing to say, I don't know if I like this sandwich. You take a bite and go, oh, I just took a bite of like an eighth of a sandwich and you get a general feel for it. This is like, this is literally, you, you would like peel off top of the bun, like a single single sesame seed and be like, mm, oh, I don't know if this burger's good or not. You, you simply like have to go deep enough in the game to even be invested. And if you play previous MMOs, you kind of get into it and you're like, oh, this is relaxing. And then it kind of sneaks up on you that it's good and it has like depth and story and stuff like that. And the characters you're meeting are matter. So uh, as for like A Realm Reborn, I'm very happy I didn't stream it because you were a lowly adventurer and having such a chill, lonely atmosphere for that invested me in the game. Now that we are in... So in like the Raugr's Reach and like uh, Stormblood, I really didn't mind a lot of the crowd because it was it was crowded. You know, we were in cities, we were on battlefields, we were in open areas. I will say on on I'm nervous about tonight is kind of my big thing cuz like on the first now entering like the faction wood part where you're going to meet a bunch of people. That's where you're, um, my brain's like, "Oh, there's no, I'm where's I'm not special. There's all these people around. I should be like the only one here." Well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a give and take, right? Like, I love getting to do the interaction. I like when we're exploring the lore all together. We're asking questions. We're predicting, playing with chat in that way. It's really fun when we go to cities and see everybody interacting, when we go into town and see everybody chilling. But when we're, like, on the road, there's that moment where I'm like, ah, I'm meant to be alone. A Realm Reborn born was weird, man. <laughs> a Realm Reborn is weird. I wish I could have a, 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 a time machine to go back and try a, a Splinter timeline where I don't stream it and see how I feel, but I can't imagine I'd feel all that different. I'd probably have a worse understanding of the game because I wouldn't read as closely. Oh, you're talking about like, because um, you played off stream for A Realm Reborn. We didn't really start streaming until Heaven's Word there when we met up. That's what this whole so. question is about, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're curious if, like, we just never streamed at all, how your opinions would be different? That, that's why I'm thinking this is a difficult question to answer, because I'm like, well, mm. the only to- only part I didn't stream was A Realm Reborn, and I didn't love the game yet. And I don't think streaming or not streaming would have made a huge difference. You know, maybe maybe the laughs and the memes would have gotten me through it a little bit more. It certainly happened, like, recently, and we were in a slow part in Shadowbringers. And uh, the chat memeing on us made it a lot more enjoyable for me than I think it would have been otherwise. But if I had played it alone, I just would have like stopped, legit would have stopped reading and just gone until I got interested again and started paying attention again. So, like, because I know the type yeah. of player I am. No, it, it, there's, there's, it, as, I think, I think as I explore the topic more, it's easy to take it in a simple way and just say, well, these are my personal preferences. But there's also a lot of give and take with that. Like certainly with the character of Alphano, who through a realm reborn is using you like a lackey. Oh, I couldn't stand around. him. I couldn't I stand Alphano in a realm reborn. I thought he sucked. I wanted to so hang when, out with Jatola. Right. So when we turn on the stream, we're rig- we're just ripping on Alphano, something that now players have had six, eight years growing alongside. Oh, yeah. And people are like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? These guys hate the game. It's like, no, we're, we're ripping on the dweeb. <laughs> Alphano sucks. <laughs> now I love him. Like, that was one of my yeah, favorite yeah, characters in the game. Um, but yeah, like back back in the early stages, I was like, could this could this dude please just stop talking and let the cool cat girl talk? Like she's cooler. Also, the so first time I met. But it, well, and in that way, like like the Alphano ripping would have lasted much longer 
because you wouldn't have been confronted with that wall of like, well, what are you guys even talking about? You guys are wrong. Like, stay, stay tuned. It gets better. Like, without that information, I bet I would have gotten very deep mm. into Heaven's Word, maybe even beyond still ripping on Alpha now. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an ass. So when people tell me I'm wrong, I double down uh, longer than I probably would have otherwise in spite of being told I'm wrong. <laughs> sure. No, I... I <laughs> I, I, I definitely like I ingest information. I love putting up a fight, but I do I do enjoy adjusting my opinions and, and navigating those wires. It's a very fun uh, obstacle course to yeah. try to figure out. But I mean, the one I remember the most is like Minfilia Thancred. Like that's the one that I got in the most trouble for, which now we're in the part we're in. Yeah, I get why you're upset, but I didn't have that information. So there's always going to be these trips and little, you know, minefields along the way that you personally didn't invest in somebody else finds more investment in. that's always just going to be a part of streaming i have no doubt that there's been so many games where people have tuned in not just final fantasy and the streamer walks right by the their favorite part their favorite vista doesn't pay attention to it <laughs> yeah interesting question uh it, rapidly shifting gears erythane wants to know how we're feeling about the twitter musk meltdown shenanigans is twitter a big part of what you do are you looking for alternatives not worried or waiting to see what happens <laughs> um i'm worried and waiting to see what happens and yes twitter is a big part of what i do <laughs> i guess it should be a bigger part of what i do i just don't participate um i participate in my i use tweet deck i use i participate in my own comments uh and my own publications yeah not i would say for me not much has, has changed i see a lot of people signal boosting awful things which is my own complaint about twitter but i had that complaint before musk was in charge i don't know why everyone shares things that they think are horrible and evil and 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 terrible and a lot of times are just like why let these people die in obscurity why are we why are we giving them a megaphone um but uh but yeah no i think it's a thing <laughs> I think the easiest way to wrap this up is like, I don't think Twitter had great leadership before. Um, but at the same time, yes, I do think somehow leadership just got a little bit worse. It's kind of it's, it's like Donald's. It's like what's open, you know, I'd, <laughs> I'd happily go anywhere. If that's where everyone goes, it's I don't feel like I have a basis or a platform like Twitch. I struggled with that. Like Twitch, like a full blown, like I spent years here. I invest in this platform. I had emojis made. I've got all this back catalog. I've done descriptions. I've done panels. I've done art. I've done load screens. Like I did so much for Twitch. That was a tough decision to leave. But Twitter, like my banner, like, I don't give a crap about my banner. I don't, I should like, I should business minded more, but the business-minded people I see just, like, schedule tweets of random-ass thoughts. And usually, like, the jokes I find personally hilarious get no likes. And I'm just like, oh, you guys suck. <laughs> and that that bird-wearing pants is awesome. Like, no, you know, no, nobody wants to just, like, use it. Like, a, what all I want to do is, like, shoot memes on it. But that's not what the platform's for. So I just shoot memes to my friends instead. I'm happier knowing real people. That's, that's fair. That's fair. It's, it's where I like, it's where I like to go. I like to test things. I like to test where my brain's at and, and things I want to talk about either here or on videos and have little conversation, have little pocket conversations. I love Twitter. Like it is, it is my social media of choice for a reason. Um, so like, you know, outside of the discord, like, like if you want to talk with me, like hit me up on Twitter. Like I love there's I sat there for an hour doing AMA while I was stuck in Atlanta airport for forever. Cause I was just like, well, 
I'm bored. I love that shit. I love that. Like, I'm just like, Oh God, I just want to socialize. And that's it's Twitter. That's what it's there for. It's great. It's great. Um, current shit concerns me, but well, yeah, I think you, you, that's a wonderfully Zen way to think of it. It's just like, I mean, I'll eat McDonald's, but if uh, something better comes along, let's go. Yeah. So that's it's open. A, it's like, a great way to think. Like, yeah. Like whatever, if it does go down, like whatever, we'll end up somewhere else. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. I get like followers, like you're invested in the platform. Um, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of, it, it, it's, I take comfort in the, in how democratic Twitter is. If we all decide we're done with it and we leave, it's worth nothing. And that I find extremely amusing considering how much was just spent to take control of it. So, uh, yeah, honestly, the nihilist in me, uh, thinks Twitter going down in flames would be the absolutely funniest outcome of this entire thing. I deleted my own Facebook, so I'm, I'm good. Do whatever you got to ah. like if, if everybody, yeah. Mm. Mm. Aren't you still you on Instagram? That. Oh, oh, I started one for DM gives inspiration where I was posting my art back when oh. I was doing a lot of, uh, monster art and stuff. For, yeah. For my D and D games. I, I, yeah, I find Facebook completely useless until it's time for car things. Cause it's the best place to find out about car shows. <laughs> Facebook's really good for local shit. So, but yeah, um, I've muted most of my family members on there for a lot of different reasons. Discord. I like Discord. Discord's uh, good. I'm a big fan of Discord. Discord's good, but it's a not easy to search and it's a bit messy, even though I love it. So, yeah, it's, it's not perfect. It is not a replacement for Twitter. I've seen that being batted around. I'm like, God, no. I love Discord. I use it constantly. Uh, a Twitter replacement, it is not. So... Uh, moving along, Ballerisha wants to know if you had to pick one genre of game, what would be your favorite? I feel like MMO is a cop out, Kyle. That's a lot of content, right? Like that is, a, that, that is a then, then you're getting into like the desert island sort of question. Like bringing MMO with you is just like the best choice because you know live service game content stuff to do. Completionist, yeah. Um. Yeah, outside of MMOs, I, w- I, w- I cannot get enough of the overplayed prestige Sony AAA third-person game. Like, just give me a third-person action game that had too much money poured into it. I, so, I would, Last of Us, uh, Uncharted, Tomb Raider, down yep, the line? Yep, uh, I would even throw Insomniac games into that while they're a little bit different, but like the Spider-Man fair. Um, one, of my la- my, one of my favorite games of the last few years was Spider-Man. Um, God of War. Yeah, give me the. Is it is it expensive? Developed uh, PlayStation exclusive. Let's go. Let's go. Hmm. Mine used to be strategy games, but they don't really make them anymore. Not big effort ones. No. Huh. Uh, you know, they are billion satisfied me for a little bit. They're out there, but yeah, they've gotten smaller in scale. They become much yeah. more analogous to tabletop games. Right. And then you might as well put turn base on it rather than real time because you're going to reach a wider audience and it's just going to be more relaxing for more people. And I think that ultimately is just a better choice. Yeah. Yeah. So strategy games that are, yeah, I'm I'm basic man. It's that are first, first person shooters. Like growing up, I couldn't get enough of them. A lot of my favorite games like half life and halo or 
are born of that. But uh, I think there's there's more variety to be had in third person games in terms of how you interact with the world. I think the saddest part about the triple uh, A strategy recession, yeah, drought. We find. I mean, it just feels like it's a it feels like it's a forever choice, right? With mobile games and everything like that, it's just not worth producing yeah. for the sales. Uh, it's just you don't get good stories anymore. Like you have. You have an excellent game, but the story sucks. I can't really think of a strategy game that had an excellent story, but the game sucks because you probably just straight up don't play it. And the story sucks because the game sucks, right? So you're not going to like recover from a bad game. But so, so many strategy games uh, have tried to put stories on top of it. And it just always fails. Yeah. Except for StarCraft. And then that kind of <laughs> failed. <laughs> Wings of Liberty was great. <laughs> Wings of Liberty was great. I liked I loved Heart of the Swarm and the gameplay of the campaign of Legacy of the Void was very good, but I did not like where they took the story. Yeah. So what you gonna do? Recently beat Wings of Liberty, not that long ago. Had it had an itch. I had an itch and I went and Great went and played through Wings of Liberty again. That shit freaking holds up, man. Holds up. Make you wanna get real angry about Warcraft three or four, just go play StarCraft two again. I'm good. It plays really so well. And then you go play Reforged, and you're just the Warcraft Three plays like an old and moldy piece of crap RTS, and all they did was put new paint on an old and moldy RTS. It's ah, oh, Starcraft Two still holds up, man. It's such a good game. It's so yeah. Well, good. It, and the upgrades in Wings of Liberty are so incremental and so um, well paced. The difficulty is extremely well done. I think Hard the Swarm. Heard the Swarm invested a lot of Diablo ideas into it and made it more of a hero-based strategy game in that way, which was fun. Was still fun. It's, at it's the time. another interesting comparison to Warcraft Three. It's like, oh, this is Heart of the Swarm just does this better. Yeah, yeah. Warcraft Three, I, I will say, like the fact that the hero kept the level and the items gave each mission a through line that was unknown in strategy games at the time like you'd always hit the next level and have to go upgrade guns and armors three times and get that zergling speed upgrade and you still needed to do that in warcraft 3 for your units but your hero carried over. yeah the hero having that and so when wings of liberty came out and it wasn't really a hero unit game but you did your upgrades outside of the game most of them there were still like the three armor sets kind of thing to do but uh i wasn't missing heroes as much in wings of liberty so when they went heavy on that and Heart of the Swarm, it made the game too easy. But I thought Legacy of the Void was just the... That's why I'm excited for Frost Giant, or any of these uh, Blizzard offshoot claiming to make a strategy game right now, before it becomes a mobile game, possibly. And I would not I would not hold it against them. You know, I, I understand. We, uh, but, we said our piece on the Frost Giant stuff, or I said my piece on the Frost Giant stuff. Oh, it, is, it is no longer on my radar after their, their reveal. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I don't need to I don't need to think about that anymore. A weak cinematic for sure. But yes, I'm uh what might call it weak sauce. Mm. 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 Strategy. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. Final question today. Mythos Midnight said, now that Kyle has made you play two games of his choosing. <laughs> oh, I see. What is on your short list of games to make Kyle play with you, Garrett? Uh, this is actually pretty easy. Uh, World of Warcraft. And uh, uh, I direly want to replay through all of Halo on co-op with you. All of, like, all of it. One or all, all of it. All, all Halo. All Halos. Wow. Maybe we do chronological order. Would be interesting. You start with, uh, would Reach be for, I guess Reach would be first. Oh, geez. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All Halo legendary only, except for two, because legendary's bullshit on Halo Two. But uh oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want to do okay. all the whole the whole kit and caboodle. That's like wow. that's a bucket list. Bucket list for me before I die, I want to beat all of Halo with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. What so uh Dark Tide comes out uh when? Uh November 30th. So all right, how much how many days of World of Warcraft do I have to do to make you play Dark Tide? Uh, you don't need to do anything. I'm interested. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, right, that, so that's, that's a mutual. That's, that's a mutual. I want to play that. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think I'll, you know, WoW makes more sense in the short term. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty MMO minded right now. And uh, I want to stay educated on what wow is doing so i, I, I see your meaning yeah I see your meaning yeah yeah anyways the last week's episode thanks for the emails everybody feedback at startgrindinggear.com is where you can send those and uh other than that we want to thank our wonderful and badass and distinguished patrons for Ooh. supporting us <gasps> on patreon you can support us on patreon by going to support our bromance.com and this week we want to thank and also just give a uh, hey special shout out to Jason. Jason doubled their pledge this uh, like unprompted this week. Kyle oh, just decided badass. we needed a raise and uh, I didn't know we needed a raise, but thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. To Andy Y, thank you for your support. Elvin I, uh, which I wanted to give an extra shout out to as well, because they set themselves to a custom amount and uh, it was above average what they decided nice. they wanted to give us. So Elvin, thank you very much for the extra support. Milis? Help me. Millis? Millis? Milis? Millis. Millis. Thank you. Millis. Please correct me if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you could. Thank you for your support. Faith L, thanks for becoming a patron. Bloodsy von Snugglegore. We know Bloodsy. We've seen you. Thanks well, for supporting. Such a great name. Thanks for becoming a patron. And of course, there's a special level of patrons we thank each and every episode. That is our legendary level backers. So thank you to Sean B, Mike R, Stephen J, Wayra E, Das, Cheesy Bob, and Sean with an EA B. Sean putting the EA in the no, this is an EA joke there, and I can't come up with one. Sports it's in the game, yeah, but I don't play sports games. So. No, well, have you seen them on Steam? Oh my god, like what? No. They're always they're always mixed. This always always says mixed reviews, and I go, oh no. <laughs> I see them on the top ten because FIFA's just always the top. Yeah, but people hate it. Like that, the, those are rage buys. I don't know what's going on there, but people buy the crap out of them. Soccer's popular and, ex- and 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 kind of corrupt, as it turns yep. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, if you want more of Kyle and me, we are live on this YouTube multiple times a week. Go to YouTube.com/slash/AmuTV. Subscribe to that channel. You're going to get our Wednesday uploads, and we stream every Monday and every Thursday. And Thursday's a double duty. We stream this podcast live in the afternoon, and then we come back in the evening and usually play Final Fantasy 14. So uh, head on over to YouTube.com/slash/AmuTV, and if you haven't checked out this week's video. Please do. Other than that, I'm on Twitter at Garrett Art. Kyle's on Twitter at Kyle Ferguson. And we're both on Twitter <laughs> on our now. joint account <laughs> at Garrett and Kyle, at least until Elon Musk burns it all down because he didn't get enough $8 verifies. 
So that's going to do it for this episode of Grinding Gear. We'll maybe see you next week. At least I will. Kyle is uncertain. Uncertain. So, until baby number two comes along. GG, everybody. I'll be back after that. Don't worry. I'll be back after that. Yeah, yeah. You just, you'll be gone for two weeks. Yeah, you'll be gone for two weeks whenever baby comes. But yep. hey, until then, GG. Take care. <laughs>